0: Hi, this is Jamin. You're listening to the Happy Market Research Podcast. David Almy's the guest today. I, I am going to play our conversation with you. We kind of picked up at a neat spot, I think, talking about trends in the space. How insights are becoming a cornerstone of success for modern businesses. Enjoy. Well, from from
1: eighty two to eighty four. Um, I wrote an article called Business Aviation, Business Aviation, the Fortune 500, which was a correlation of the use of business aircraft um, to financial performance. Um, That's fascinating. Yeah. And so and it looked at the Fortune 500 and said, if you if you owned a business jet, for instance, how'd you do? And I did it for three years times 500 companies. Uh, And big surprise to you probably, is that there was a correlation between performance and business jet ownership. Wow. Now, the great question then is whether or not it was causal or- Always the question. Or otherwise, Um, and then, so having done that 82 to 84, very long time ago, you come here and you, you know, listen to your- Throw that thing out there. And I I have never seen uh, any of that correlation study in this industry. Why is that? Um, because this industry is not as evolved, yeah. and not as mature, it's a funny word to use, yeah. Um, as the business jet industry, which has been around for 60, 70 years, bigger. Before. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's a it's an evolution of the industry's groupthink, if you will. Right. So and like, then, the, so you announced to me this morning, you know, Watermark, and I'm going like, holy crap, um, you know, this is exactly what I you know need have been looking for and did thirty eight years ago right. or whatever it is. Totally. Um and I went to look for it and couldn't find it. So you've got to tell me where to find it.
0: Uh I'll I'll give it to you. Okay. I have it on my desktop well laptop. Okay. Yeah. Good.
1: So it's um it's a keen interest and I think particularly when you looked at um, the Insights Association, we're our, our our mandate is economic development. Right. Is what it is. It's a not for profit, you know, five oh one C six. Yeah, that's, that's what we're here to do. That's, um, per the IRS, that's our uh, reason for being, um, is the growth of the industry. And it's a lovely term in the IRS regs, um, but our mandate is the growth of the industry from which we draw our members. Huh. That's different than the growth of our members, because it's broader totally. bigger, bigger totally. than that. And um, I've always loved that turn of phrase, you know, and... So come back to um, your watermark. I'd really love to see that study and um, probably, you know, if they want to do it again, participate in it somehow, um, support it. Yeah,
0: um, I've just been in Twitter conversations with one of their principals. I can't remember her name offhand, but um, uh, yeah, I'll I'll do whatever I can to help connect. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, for sure. For sure. It's a, I mean, it's a big deal. And it, it's a great paper, I think. It it is a big deal, and I, it's one that I kind of know in a different different life. Yeah, totally. It's funny that um, we haven't been driving that conversation, though. To your point, like, and I think that that's systemic, uh, or yeah, it's it's endemic. Anyway, it's one of the dimicks. It's uh, where we have had this like stuck in time framework, and. And if you kind of pull back, you can see that like the you night know, I started my research career in 96, you know, market research was its thing in a department inside of a large corporation. Um, and then tools came around. Like remember, Confirm It launched one of the first VOC at scale using AdWord, Google AdWords. And so VOC all of a sudden became this like different thing. NPS then became right a component. But it doesn't neither of those now necessarily sit underneath market research. They sit underneath marketing. And then you see user experience that has now also been birthed out of market research for all intents and purposes. They just don't know it. Right? So like an abandoned child in every way. And so what's happening is on the Venn diagram, they're doing the same or similar type of work as market researchers, but they're all young. Right. you don't have i haven't seen many ux there's a few but many ux researchers that are like us right uh age-wise they're having to figure it out like they're starting from nothing which is really funny because you know like basic questionnaire design and all these kinds of things that we've had in our rubric uh over time that to know if something's good or bad as in terms of research they just they're trying to define the rubric and then you look at linkedin hashtag market research three hundred fifty thousand people follow it hashtag user experience over 4 million so you see what i mean so now it's like gosh we really have a stage that we should stand on and assert ourselves because they're looking for the parental role i really believe that right right
1: well the question you're that you've drawn is um, what's the identity of the community right and and why is it um segmented fractured um spinning off asteroids you know um seemingly not cohesive i asked simon chadwick one day uh, this year i said when was the last time that the industry was really cohesive everybody was on the same page everybody was doing the same thing and he instantly said 2004 really and i said i said okay um what was going on in 2004 and he he kind of made the case that um we knew all about secondary data Mm -hmm. uh in 2004 but it wasn't here yet right so everybody was doing primary research and custom and it was all it was like copycat you know around the room totally um and then this cliff you know came and the world started to just you know radically change they knew it was coming it wasn't a surprise it was just the the you know, the ball started rolling down the hill and picking up moss. Right. In in different directions and going in different directions. I also think, you know, talking about the culture of the industry that um we tend to self fragment almost. Yep. Um we, we instead of kind of rallying around a center point, we tend to say, Oh, well, we're special, we're different. It's what we do. Uh as I as I say sometimes this is horrible and pejorative, but, um, we get paid by the number of tabs that are in the binder. Right. Um, so we've got an economic incentive to fragment, mm-hmm. um, which is bad. Totally. Um, and, um, it's, I don't think we're quite there yet. Um, to take that home a little bit. Um, um, we've been having a lot of conversations. I've been having a lot of conversations in the last year about whether we're a support function or a leadership function. And it's my view. Um, and, we, I think culturally, traditionally, we have been a support function. That's how we view ourselves. Well, we do research and we come up with ideas and we kind of slip them under a door. You know, it's like your hotel bill at the end of the stay. And then there's this, okay, try to do this or do right. that. Um, but uh, what I laid out yesterday, um, which was the um, first time in the U.S. that I had laid it out with a four-step process, yeah. um, problem, research process, uh, outcome or insights, right. and implementation that's the definition of a leadership function rather than the definition of a support function uh, with implementation being key uh, to it um and then this came from a conversation this kind of this concept came from a conversation i had with the head of function for labats in toronto of all places and i said uh, so she's a corporate researcher in-house um, at labats breweries Alyssa rodrigo um, great 32-year-old person, by the way. Wow. Uh, there. That's and great. I, I said, um I said, what do you do? What's your life like? Corporate researcher I'm asking the question to. And she said, um, well, 75% of my time is spent um, implementing the insights that we come up with. Exactly. And I said, really? And I said, well, so 25% of your time is research and 75% is implementation. And she said, yes. And I said, do you know how rare you are? <laughs> and she could hear a blush over the phone it was pretty funny but when you th- when you think about um, you know what sh- she's doing um, she's not alone in that and I think there's a trend in that direction because of realization just as you talked this morning realization about customer centricity um, and you know kind of the key to the future and key to success and key to key to a um, uh, company cultures uh, effectiveness right um, she's on the front line and she's actually doing it 75% right. of her time. And I said, how do you do that? And she said, I set up meetings. We have discussions. And I said, well, what about the research part? He said, well, we outsource most of the research. Right. She said, I direct it. But she was really focused on the 75%. And she said, at the end of the day, um, the thing that makes her happiest is seeing uh, changes in the results uh, in the company's bottom line right. as the result of the Inputs. Of the changes that she's done, the, the yep. implementation that she's done—that's right. Um, that's to my ear, that's a completely permanent position that um, is is essential to the company's success. I and, and will never agree. be optional because it's it's central. It's it's at the heart of who they are and where they're going.
0: Right. And when you think about, you know, we hear a lot about ROI on research, which is this very vacuous kind of framework. One of the ways that I've I've heard it implemented or measured is how many times are they citing how much is research being cited in the actual business cases of the next step that we're going to take like next quarter or whatever right so it's like how much voice is really being represented of the customer I mean that in a generic sense uh, market research way uh, consumer insights uh, into the business subsequent business plans, yep. right? Is it all just gut feel from the executive mm-hmm. level? In which case, there's no ROI on the research. We're wasting right. our time, right? Right. So, and I mean, this is one use case. There's others, but that's one that I think I, I you know, I can really kind of like get my hands around. So, fun parallel for you. Um, I looked at, in again, prior
1: life, I yep. looked at the uses of business jets, and I asked the question: So, what are people using business jets for? And you, of course, you think, well, the CEO's got to go to a meeting and. Oklahoma City, or something or other, right? right. And that's easy. That's one um, that I spent 12 years on this topic, and found about 37 different uses that I was able to identify um, of how companies were using it. The reason it took so long uh, is that it was considered secret sauce. Oh, interesting. Um, it's proprietary. It's part of our strategy to succeed. Yeah, totally. So we don't broadcast it. And over the years, I noticed that one in ten, only one in ten companies that I would talk to would actually. Tell me, you know, real stuff. Um, and when you get to insights, the question is, how many insights? How many insights have have I actually had handed to me? Here's what we've Here's what we've done at our company, insights wise. Mm-hmm. Here's the outcome of the research process. Uh, and the answer is, those are tough to come by because they're secret sauce. Right. It's the undiscovered country, I think. And. I think there needs to be a lot more research on what those outcomes actually look like. Yep. I think we'd be surprised. I I don't need to know, you know, company X is doing, you know, this particular thing, that particular thing, but I, the tone and tenor of them, the flavor of them, the the innovation that's built into them. I just want to see and understand a lot of them to, to get my arms around what, you know, what the benefit actually Mm. looks like. Uh, right. that's before the implementation, but just what comes out of the research process totally you know there's maybe two paragraphs that says build this widget or offer that service or change this this way right uh, etc and I think I think we'd be fascinated and I think the community would be fascinated if we could benchmark um, effectively in some way to um, show each other what we're doing
0: yeah and um, I mean in a lot of ways, I think that's the function of insights association is sort of that, you know, opportunity to come together as a family and have Christmas dinner and get to know each other. Again, right. 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 Uh, so it's, 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 you know, I think the Christmas dinner is kind of a good analogy anyways, too, because you have some times that you don't necessarily like that uncle or what have
1: you. Well, we have, we have some honest broker qualities, right. You totally. know
0: that we're supposed to, you know, listen and not disclose and, uh, but help. But getting to your, I think the broader point, which is we are in a stage right now of a rising tide mm-hmm. and this is an opportunity. I believe this is over the next three years is will be in my career probably the last time I see anything like this happen, mm-hmm. where you're going to see insights being asked, being pulled into the boardroom. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. like I was talking with Simon about this recently, uh, I believe that there's going to be a function that's created that is like insights oversight role, consu- you know from a consumer insight perspective.
1: There should be absolutely there should because be.
0: it's being right now. It's so fractured. Yep. Uh, everybody from the intern to the CEO is doing research. There needs to be some overarching governance around it, not just from a compliance perspective. Yes to that, but also from a you know a quality uh, control perspective and interest in the customer. It's an essential role. It's an essential specialty. Yep. Um,
1: it's not an ad hoc thing. Mm-mm. It's 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 its own it's its own totally locus totally. and um, uh, has to be there. And it has to. I think we need to evolve, and that's that's why. Um, we've just adopted this um, new tagline uh, that talks about um, creating uh, competitive advantage. Yep, and uh, that's that that central purpose. You've got to have somebody in you know that fundamentally works on that sixty hours a week. Yep, exactly. Um, and that's that's where we are. Yeah, so, super exciting. So Insights like-
0: Association is doing how what is what is new in the Insights Association? Ooh,
1: uh, well, we have a new code that we just. Uh, finalized in April, uh, which we're going to mail to the membership. Um, We also are surveying uh, corporate researchers right now. We've got a research study in the field and a phase two coming um, with regard to um, the uses of uh, research uh, and the methodologies and tools as well. Um, We'll get to the implementation part of this. And I think you're going to see some emphasis on the implementation of Insights. Uh, in both this year and in future years because yep. that's, that's a big, big topic. Got it. So The next event for you is? CRC, Corporate Researchers Conference, yep. in October. Uh, we do have a, a, there's a small event, which is a CEO summit in Edinburgh mm. uh, coming up. Uh, is this the
0: first time you've done international? You did. We
1: did London last year. London, okay. London got it, last yeah. year in concert with MRS. Yep. Uh, and we'll be back with MRS uh, in Edinburgh uh, in September. Who's
0: hosting? I know here it's Marilyn, Steve Schlesinger. It's Marilyn, Steve again. Um, and okay. Dan Foreman is going
1: to be involved as well. Um, in um, Edinburgh. Yep. Um, I think it's um, it's right after Congress. So nice. Um, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, right after Congress in Edinburgh. Uh, CRC will be in October in Orlando. Got it. Um, and um, hope to see you there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, you will for sure. Uh, we'll be exhibiting or something. Or something. Or yeah, we'll 100% be asking to do Happy Market research on, okay. <laughs> on good. the premises. Good. good but good. yeah, good. That's exciting. If somebody wants to join Insights Association, how would they do that? Website, uh,
1: websites right there, or. Give me a call or send me an email. <laughs> love uh, it. David.almy at insightsassociation.org.
0: Perfect. David, thank you so much for being on the Happy Market Research Podcast today. Thank you. Everybody else, please take time to, I don't care if you, sh- I, mean, I want you to share the episodes. What I really want you to do, if you're in the Insights function, take the time, go online, check out the Insights Association. I'm a member. I find tremendous value. They produce great content. They have a very active forum. Uh, as well for you to ask questions from your peer group, look for mentors, whatever, look for vendors. It's a really good supportive community. Take the time, investigate it. I'd encourage you to sign up. It's a nominal fee relative to the, it's certainly an outsized value uh, uh, aspect there. So take advantage of that. Insights Association, have a wonderful rest of your day.